So there was this dude in Paris, right? And he wanted dude to a dude in Paris. Yeah, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. I, I imagine if, if that was a movie, <laughs> dude in Paris. Uh, there was there was a guy winner of nineteen Oscars. <laughs> Woody Allen directed it. It's like, it must be canceled. <laughs> a child a toucher dude. made this movie. A dude in Paris. <laughs> All right, so real quick. This story, right? Yes. There's almost no punchline to this. It's just like the way that the way it ends. It's just so like, it, it's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, it's like, you can't help but laugh. Because this sounds like something like someone of our time would try to do. So this guy built a parachute, right? And he said, I'm going to test this. I'm going to go to the top of the Eiffel Tower. And I'm going to jump. And I'm going I'm to let it rip. Little did Would he know. Would the man just have, like, body paralysis? He woke up, looked in the mirror, and thought he was a Beyblade and just decided it's time to let it rip. Little did he know. Little did he know. The parachute was not going to play nice that day. Oh, no. And um, so the dude jumped, went kasplat on the fucking pavement. And uh, that's the end of the story. It's just literally, that's the whole thing. Like, the guy wanted to try and test out his parachute and just died in the process. <laughs> there, there's a famous, not a famous picture, but there was a picture of, like, Right before the dude's body made contact with the fucking pavement. Like, right oh. before. And then, I believe I remember, I found... Uh, some people were actually saying that there was a footage of this dude jumping and then went, going, like, right onto the pavement. And then, oh. at the end of the clip, you just see people dragging his body away from the fucking pavement. <laughs> now, what is the moral of the story? Moral of the story is, um, I guess if you're going to do really stupid shit, uh, have an audience, I suppose. <laughs> because this guy could have been a paragon of his community. This guy could have been a generous donator of money and food to the homeless and everything, right? This guy could have been the greatest of all Parisians, right? But... What he will be known for, till the end of time, probably, is him straight up jumping off of, quite possibly, the tallest structure of Paris. Thinking his parachute was gonna open. And just going, just turning into a fucking road pancake. Like, that's what he'll be known for. Just... Not whatever he did in, in before that, just oh, Dennis, that, just him all, dying. Well, well, all right, well, listen, listen, if you're going to tell the story, tell it right. First of all, he didn't turn into a ground pancake. He turned into a ground crap. <laughs> My mistake. Yes, you're right. Of course, you're everything, say, you're everything, fucking say it, everything is always say different. Right. Everything is always different in Paris. That is right. You know, it's like, it's like it's, it ain't fries. It's crisps in England. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> what are he? What if he landed and he didn't <laughs> die and then he just rolls back over and he's just like, oh. <laughs> it was <Bon> just like, <laughs> oh, it was just like, ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> oh, mon dieu. So, some bit of oh. so a bit more trivia happened well, on the happened on the fourth of February, nineteen twelve. Okay. So this is obviously before parachutes. Nineteen twelve. Yeah. So this oh. is. This was before parachutes became like a standard issue oh, thing. No, that I thought we this was a gentleman who did this for the TikTok. Let TikTok. It's got like the little cursive le right before the TikTok. And TikTok, like talk is T O K U E. TikTok. TikTok. I must do it for Le Gram. Dude, you know you you, you want to know something too? Nineteen twelve. I'm, I'm just reading this. Okay. So in the morning, reporters and onlookers gathered at the Eiffel Tower in sub-zero temperatures. I'd be pissed off at this guy because, like, yo, you brought me out when it's like negative four degrees, and you just died. Took you me away br- from my nice cozy fireplace. L- that was literally, gonna go out in like three hours. Literally, this was before central heating was a fucking thing, mind you. Like. Bro, you took me this away. This like before heating was a yeah, thing. Yeah, honestly, just in general. Like, this was when people literally wore jackets inside their home. I mean, maybe not, yeah. like going, maybe not going that far, but... Okay, well, no. Obviously, they had fireplaces oh, no, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were able to keep yeah. warm, but it's just like, when you went outside, fuck no. So, I mean, so his name was, I believe, Franz Reichelt. So I guess, he's, I guess he wasn't French French, I suppose. Oh, but don't tell me some fucking German. And, and like the wake, oh my god. So, if that didn't give these fucking people like a bad enough impression or a bad enough glimpse of the future, oh my lord! <laughs> wait, wait, let me just finish reading this. So, uh, and it, it, uh, Jump gathered off the Reichstag, you check it. Okay, gathered, sorry, gathered at the Eiffel Tower in sub-zero temperatures to examine Reichelt's invention. The objection of the reporters present that his bat suit had not yet shown satisfactory results did not dissuade him. From his plan. At 8.22 a.m., he jumped down from a height of 57 meters, fell to the ground, largely unbraked, and hit the ground in front of the running camera. After four seconds of falling, Reichel died immediately after the impact. The way it reads was just, everyone was just unimpressed. Everyone present, from the reporters to the average person, were just completely unimpressed by this guy. And <laughs> just was like, and I'm just imagining now. It's like after the guy just died, right? Did everyone just kind of like look at each other and go, "Ah, right, we're just going home, right?" Is it? Okay, yeah, we're going home. Like they just like they just left this body there. It's like, it's like, well, I mean, I guess that was an entertaining four seconds. It's like, all right, I'm just gonna. Go home now. Go back to my bed. <laughs> like, and I know his people, his what is bat suit. This guy thought he was Batman before Batman was a thing. <laughs> I am. I, I am the knight. I just bat. I just got here early because <laughs> it's because <laughs> it's because it's eight twenty two a.m. in the morning. <laughs> And I was kind of cool. Like, can you imagine you're just some fucker named Jock 
who just showed up to this thing because his friend's like, yo, 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 France is going to do it. France is going to do it, man. He's like, oh, what the fuck you talking about, man? Like, yo, no, France. Remember that crazy guy at the, down our block? The dude is saying that, oh, he's going to jump off the Eiffel Tower. He's like, so? If he fucking die, like, fuck it, whatever. What, we're going to go see him die? Like, think it's like, yeah, yeah, bro, it's going to be crazy. I swear to God, there was one dude amidst that crowd who dragged his friend out of bed and just said, dude, bro, it's going to be fucking it's gonna be awesome, man. Like he's gonna. He's, oh, like, yeah, it is my day off. Like, it's what like, do you, what do you need? Like if he if he dies, great. If he actually lives, that's great too. But you know, like let's just go. Like let's just see what happens. Like let's... either way, we're witnessing history. <laughs> you know what I mean? Either way, we're gonna come see that. And it was way more barbaric back then because I feel like if somebody announced that they were gonna do that, people would like opt to look away. But if anything, this story that you're telling me right now really makes me feel that life came. Life has come full circle. We have all sorts of people doing stupid shit nowadays for internet clout. And you're telling me that within 20 fucking years of video cameras being invented, some dumb motherfucker was like, I'm going to film myself jumping off the uh, fucking Eiffel Tower. And have human beings become stupider? I, or, the more likely it, scenario, it, it, stupidity is just documented on a daily basis it, now. And it's just and come fed to us through algorithms. It's just cyclical, really. Like, oh. I, and it's please. even funnier, too, because, like, you know, we have, like, that famous footage of the Wright brothers, like, when they're a uh, little fly. Or at least not, wasn't, I don't think it was called a plane by that point, but, like, you know, the little flying machine, like, it actually showed them, like, taking off with it. Yeah. That footage, machine, that, it, yeah. that flying machine. And that footage could have easily been them crashing and burning like the fucking Hindenburg and actually them dying like right there on the spot. Like, I know that the Wright brothers, like, you know, considering like what they had achieved by that point, like, you know, obviously like, good on them. You know, we had flight because of them, but. Um, or consistent flight. I yeah, yeah. Say. Consistent hot, flight. Hot air balloons did it. That is, that is true. That is true. Um, it could have easily turned out like completely different. And. We could have seen one of the first disaster videos, like, even before Hindenburg happened. Yeah, they like, couldn't even mark it, like, under r slash gore or whatever. There was no trigger, no trigger warnings, you know, like, no, like, TWs, no TLDRs, no nothing like that. You just watched it. You just saw that shit, man. There's even... God. If I even remember, like, during World War II, you know, like, of all, like, the footage that we have of it, right? There was some footage of literal, like... Uh, battleships like as they were sinking like you see the people like literally like it's all in like black and white and shit but it's like you literally see the people like jumping off the boat or jumping off the ship and like getting into the water because like you know the ship is sinking like abandoned ship and all that and just seeing like thousands like because I think some ships like literally had thousands of people on it just seeing all these people just like jumping like you know uh, just abandoning ship and everything like the image of it as well like you know from a distance like you think like, it kind of makes your imagination run wild because, like, to them inside the ship, these crewmen that are jumping off, it's like you just hear the alarms blaring. Like, it's just, like, a very, un I'm not uncomfortable, but it's just, like, a very scary, like, you know, obviously little moment because, like, oh, the ship is going to sink and there's even a good chance that the ship might even fucking explode. And when battleships used to explode back then, they were huge explosions. <laughs> it wasn't just like, awesome. oh, okay, boom. It literally was like people like sometimes all hands like would just be dead because of that explosion. Like, listen, man, I'm six foot five. I'm six foot five. 
claustrophobic, I do not fit much well in tiny rooms, uh, loud noises scare my autistic brain because I literally have Asperger's, I would not have lasted in the Navy. It is the anti-David thing. The ocean's fucking terrifying. Mm. I'm six foot five, so I'm too cramped to go in small spaces. I'm very uncomfortable in small spaces. I'm, I don't like going in elevators. I'm very mm. uncomfortable inside of them. Dennis can attest to that, yeah. personally. <laughs> And a loud noises and giant alarms blaring, surrounded by nothing but sweaty semen. <laughs> Not a good time. I, uh, literally, the Navy is like the anti-David. But dude, your story of that guy who jumped off the fucking thing, like, just really <laughs> makes me think of how life has come full circle. Because that man was actually doing what he did for Le Gram. Or like the equivalent <laughs> le, of Le Gram. Le, le Clout. Which, <laughs> le, le Clout. Which... And the equivalent at the time was, you know, just the newspapers, which was the yeah, mass yeah. media at the time, which people at the time said was going to end the world or because mm. it was like the new, it was like the new mass media and how it was corrupting people, like how people say now about the internet and televisions. Mm. Really makes you think about how life has come full circle with all the different generations and stuff and makes you think about a natural order to things. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because the FDA decided to put out a new warning today. Um, I know what you might be thinking. Oh, I know what you might be thinking. Oh, no, is it, they want us to get more booster shots for COVID, even though, you know, COVID has been reduced to smithereens because of the, you know, 7,000 vaccines they already <laughs> made us take. No. <laughs> not not an anti-vaxxer, just making a harmless joke. <laughs> just everybody calm down. All you people typing are... Honestly, I hear you, I hear you gu typing. Guys, it was a lot of vaccines. There's, there's, a, a, lot lot, of there's a lot of just, them out there. Like, yeah. Or was it a monkeypox thing that they were talking about? Yeah. Why is the FDA making a warning? Haven't seen them in the news in a while. Well, um, the FDA is issuing uh, a warning today to the public over a social media challenge. For the gram, that involves Ooh. cooking chicken in NyQuil. Can, can you repeat that? I will gladly repeat that for you. For the record. For the record. Uh, I want to get the stenographer on this. Uh, J James, are you, are, are you still typing back there? All right, good. No, James is still typing. James, our stenographer, gets the transcripts for every episode of the Double D Experience, which you can buy as part of our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy as part of our Patreon. Oh, God. The FDA has issued a warning... To the public, because there are some dumbass motherfucking dipshit fucking inbred idiots who are cooking and eating chicken that they are boiling in NyQuil. Not water. NyQuil. So when you talk about a man who created himself an at-home bat suit <laughs> and you decided know, to you jump know, the, off the, the fucking the way Eiffel you Tower. It, the way you say it, too, just makes it even funnier because it's like all of us kind of knew, even the ones reading it, it's like even before you knew the end, you kind of knew how it was going to end, right? Like everyone just kind of knew in their heart of hearts, like this is going to end very badly. And half the reason is because if that guy lived and he was the first solo flying man who just developed bat wings for himself <laughs> and flew above the city of Paris like the world's first Batman, 
the low-key lost inspiration for Batman's creation. Le Batman. I would have heard about Le Batman in the history books already. I would have known about this guy. You jump off the Eiffel Tower and you fall flat on your fucking face and go for splat in front of the entire city of Paris. You're not gonna get remembered the same way as the flying man who did it successfully. Had the Wright brothers, you know, their shit just exploded. We would still be learning about it. Wouldn't be nearly as impressive. Or as important, because we'd still be, you know, taking hot air balloons to, like, you know, for our international business trips to Europe. But, <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it comes full circle. It really when do. Within 20 years of the invention of the fucking video camera, dumbasses were already filming themselves jumping off of, at the time, at the, at the time, the world's largest structures. And nowadays, reported today, September 20th, 2022, the year of our Lord. <laughs> we got motherfuckers cooking and eating chicken that they're boiling in NyQuil. Can I also just say, though, like, video cameras being what they are, right? And I know, obviously, like, you know, we had a whole show back in the day, voiced by Bob Saget, rest in peace, you know, called the world, America's uh, world home... Funniest world video, funniest home videos, whatever. If so anyone remembers, America's that. funniest nutshot videos, because that's like <laughs> half of what it was. Facts, but I also do remember like looking through some of that old footage, like of way back when. And there's this one that always stuck with me. And you know, I I think also like it just goes without saying. I think you'll find people doing stupid shit in every century. Like you're not, you're just not gonna escape it. Like everyone just did dumb shit all the time from the romans to now like they just always did dumb shit like do you remember like uh ever seeing anything about like the graffiti in rome some of those graffitis are still there since like the fucking emperors and they were all just full of penises there's just a bunch of dicks like on the walls like about like certain politicians or certain like i guess consuls or emperors that they didn't like and they just drew like stick figure with penis and him taking penis in ass and it's like this is caesar <laughs> literally pointing to the thing and saying that's caesar <laughs> so Dude. but like going back to this one footage that i remember like i think you know because like it, it's just so terrible that like you know obviously whenever we think of like you know cap people capturing footage right it's become almost synonymous with just dumb shit but, like, one footage I remember that, like, seeing, like, way back when, and I think this was one of those British Path, like, videos. If anyone's ever heard of Path, it's, like, this kind of organization that has, like, all these archival footage from, like, way back when. And it was this one of this little Paris suburb, right? And it was just, like, this whole community of people, like, coming all out of their houses, and it just snowed that day. There's them, like, just shoveling the snow out, like, thing, just, like, all them working together as a community. And then I think there was another one where it was just a huge snowball fight. Of people just like all like just throwing snowballs at each other like i even remember seeing this one time this one dude in the footage this one dude in the footage he like literally got a huge fucking snowball and mind you this was like 12p from like 1912 you know so like you know the footage was kind of <laughs> shit back then but this is this dude he just fucking beamed this snowball at this fucking kid and you literally see this kid Eat that snowball and he fucking falls to the ground. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, back, like, it, I don't know. It, and it made me just think, like, we could never see that. 
like uh nowadays like i don't know like people just see like coming out of their houses and just like i mean my my neighborhood at least like we all kind of helped each other with the snow like so like there was sometimes this one dude if he had like a snowblower he would just like go through the whole block and just do it my neighborhood my neighborhood too you know they've had like snowblowers and stuff help people but uh side talk nyc you know that YouTube channel that mm. slowly and surely proves that New York City is another fucking planet. <laughs> uh, they had they hosted a snowball fight in like oh, Central did they Park. Really? They just yeah, and they filmed it. They just invited like hey New Yorkers come to Central Park mm. for the snowball fight, and they just had like a giant like massive like oh. three for all. Like I'm talking like Anchorman, you know, like you know <laughs> Anchorman level, two, Anchorman, Anchorman two, yeah, Anchorman dude. Is nobody going to talk about the fact that that is the actual ghost of Stonewall Jackson? <laughs> There's so much we can learn from you. <laughs> and they had a massive snowball fight, my friend. But, dude, when people just do things in video cameras, it just... I don't think it's people getting stupider because of this guy that you talked about, man. Like... It's just always been stupid, man. People have always done dumb shit. You can't TikTok, escape it. TikTok is the fucking end of the... Fucking world. No, 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 no. I, I kind of have to disagree with that. What I about think, the Benadryl challenge no, that they did? I honestly think though TikTok is just it's that like shit. Whole... It's weaponized now. I'm reading this article about like the kids who are fucking, you know, inhaling fucking chicken yeah, vapors of Nyquil. They, they got hospitalized, right? They had to have. Some of them hospital. I think some people died. Uh, there was a Benadryl. There was a Benadryl challenge as well. That just like, like the TikTok Good. challenge was literally to overdose on Benadryl. Good. That was the challenge. It's not even Good. anything new. And, and the thing is, that the reason... <sighs> maybe it, maybe it's because it's a CNN article or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't listen to me. I'm a dumbass. Like, we don't care about facts <laughs> on this show. But, like, literally, your brain does not stop bullying developing until your mid-20s. I am 26 years old. My brain stopped developing last year. Okay? Like, I'm sorry, but, like, sometimes when you're younger, it's normal. It's par for the course. You have to grow and make your own experiences. Yeah, young life. and you stupid. Make stupid decisions. Yeah. But TikTok... How old, this, how old was this fucker who jumped off the Eiffel Tower? Uh... Let me see. Was he influenced by Le Doc Dick? Le Doc Dick. newspaper. He was... Oh, damn. He wasn't that old. He was 33. All right, well, he still had a fully grown brain and made a conscious decision to climb that fucking <laughs> dude, thing dude. and go, <laughs> Look at this soup. They have a picture of his fucking soup. Does this look... Said, 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 does said. this look flight-worthy to you? Solid. This guy took a fucking bed sheet and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This guy literally saw. This dude literally saw his bed sheets and said, "Just went like this. Just like stroked his chin a bit. He's like, hmm. Like he twirled How that big I... ass mustache. Yeah, he's just he like, has, he's yeah. like, yeah, he's that big Waluigi mustache. He was just kind of like, hmm. Oh no, but mind you, again, this guy was German. He was not French, so he was, he was, uh. I mean, whoa, what the fuck was he born? I mean, his uh, name is Franz, so he was yeah. probably... He was born in the kingdom of Bohemia, Austria-Hungary. So he was right. from he was from that neck of the woods. So he was just like, how can... How can uh, 
how can I, how can I fly with this? Like, yeah, yeah, not wee wee, yeah, yeah. How <laughs> like, can how I make can... this beautiful flex? <laughs> yeah, it's like, me, yeah. it's like, oh, maybe if I fly from the fucking, you know, like, my <laughs> <fly laughs> hotel, they would notice me, yeah. Bro, God <laughs> damn. Yeah, his cause of death. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's just the way that it was written. Blunt force trauma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bro. You don't say. Bro. Oh. I really wish for causes of death he could just went turned into a fucking pancake on the in, in Paris. Speaking of pancakes. Holy shit. I will be putting this inside my pancakes very soon. Oh? Oh, oh yes, it is weed, Dennis. Is it is it cocaine? No. So, no, uh, it's not cocaine. Guys, believe it or not, David has some really good Colombian friends. And, uh, you know, if y'all need some of the uh, that angel dust, you can hook you up. Just just, uh, just give them a call, you know, and also uh, forward, and, uh, forward us $2 million. So, um, if, uh, if y'all ever, guys, you know, need a fix, just hit up your boy. And, uh, you know... <laughs> no, this is um. I sold to a privately owned um, vitamin and supplement shop today. This guy had all sorts of really cool like muscle powder and stuff, all mm. a ridiculous amount of different flavors and stuff, mm. and different brands that aren't normally as easy to get. I sold to him. We vibed to talk about you know like my you know my build and stuff. I, mm. I I he had a switch in his place. I challenged him to money match me in Smash and then give Ooh. me a, like half off of the thing. And he's like, "No, nah, you'd beat my ass." I'm like, "No, nah, dude, I've only played for like I've only competed in it for like seven years, and I've been an esports caster like, professionally for eight years. Like, I'm, I'm shit, man. I'm ass at this game. Don't worry." Such a humble brag ass moment. <laughs> humble humble brag or you know hustling, you know one or, one or the other. So he gave me this. This is Astroflow Whey Protein. It's just protein powder. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. And I'm gonna snort this shit. <laughs> live on the Double D Experience right now. Let me grab my credit card. It's, it's, Hold it's, on. Like, it's like, bro, guys, we're gonna... Uh, I was gonna say, like, maybe we could, like, save that for a live stream or something. <laughs> watch David snort fucking... Well, dude, watch us get age-restricted, like, immediately. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me just, uh... Woo! You guys fucking came to the Double D experience on a good day! David's actually rolling up a dollar. <laughs> we heard y'all like to come to shows and watch people ruin their fucking lives. Live on podcast. Well, here you go, bitches. Cheeks hurt. What has got a big tongue? <laughs> Yo, do not do that with the tongue, bro. Uh, uh. 
Uh, so guys, um, David's a little out of commission at the moment. So uh, we'll be right back. Uh, we're uh, due to technical difficulties. <laughs> Like, go to, like, what's the fucking, uh, what's the meme, like, from the Eric Andre show? It's like, we'll be right back. <laughs> but. Oh, uh, yeah. Actual fucking, like, word of warning to you all. Um, do not snort whey protein. <laughs> do not snort, do not fucking snort anything. That was a joke in case. I, I hope no one who's, like, listening to this actually thinks I just did that. Like, I, I'm just picking that up. There's always one guy. There's always one dude. Who, like, just doesn't know it's a joke. There's always one guy. I am going to put this in my pancakes, though, because if that helps me make protein pancakes. When you're making pancake mix, I put, like, little mm. two grams of, uh, like, two, like, big spoonfuls of, like, the chocolate mix in there. And depending on how much you put in, you can hardly even taste it, and obviously makes it more filling, but it becomes, the pancakes become, like, you know, infused with a shit ton of protein, which mm. I need, if I want to bulk up uh, astronomically or significantly, mm. you don't, you don't want to know how much protein I have to take in a fucking day. It's, like, 0.8 kilograms to 1.2 per your body mass index. Yeah. That's like 200 fucking grams of protein a day for me. Do you have any idea how much fucking food that is? That's a lot. And it, and it hurts. Yeah. And it's, my metabolism's changed. And I am bulking up now. I just mm. gotta work on my chest. Mm. But, uh, yeah. He just, he gave me this today. And I'm anxious to see how that makes my pancakes taste, which is be, which will be fun. And if there's any good things I will say about my job is that I, I get to go to a bunch of really cool small businesses that I otherwise mm -hmm. had no idea were there, didn't know existed. And it also helps you, like, you know, shop small and help support small a little bit, mm. you know, which is, which is real nice, man. There's some cool stuff out there, man. I've gone into some cool game places, which have really cool mm. playing cards, specialty shops and stuff like that. They exist, man. You know, and they, a lot of them even have stuff that you can't get from places like Amazon yeah. or Walmart or all that kind of shit. So, yeah, that's why it wasn't even really, like, as big of a, it, well, it really wasn't much of a topic. I just wanted to show that, and I guess. and it Show your it, support it, to your local businesses, bro. Turned into a joke about snorting drugs, which I don't know if you got your special item from a local business, <laughs> or you brought it from, like, a private seller. Well, it's coming in the mail. So, yeah. guys, I have a little story for you. It's going to be story time with Dennis right now. Story time with Dennis. <laughs> uh, your boy... Was a bit of a gamer, like from the very onset of his life. Um, I'm talking the age of three, honestly. And me too. I uh, first system I had picked up, first I guess big system, uh, was the N64, right? And I remember my dad. He actually had uh, the big bulky ass brick of uh, Game Boy. The you know. Everyone, everyone kind of, if anyone here is a bit of a boomer-like thing, you kind of know which one I'm talking about. Like, the one that, I think Nintendo of America in New York, the Nintendo Center there, they actually have a, the brick Game Boy that survived a fire, I think. Survived and, the Gulf War. Survived the Gulf War. So this thing survived bullets, shells, and shrapnel just still works it's apparently it still works you know so and david yes is showing off his game boy advance which is right with, with an e-reader the fucking oh. e-reader inside of it as well those days yeah so my i've had a lot of handheld on the d-pad doesn't work <laughs> you can't go there's no going back ever. <laughs> you a, go it's an allegory. You, my Game Boy Advance is now an allegory for life. 
go you're going forward and only forward so yes. if you miss that power up bro skip it keep going forward you got to keep going but and i've had a, i've had a lot of handhelds in my life a lot of them and one of my favorites that i had from my childhood was a red game boy advance sp and there really wasn't anything like inherently special about this one it literally was just like it wasn't no special edition or anything it was literally just a red game boy advance sp and i brought this thing with me fuck it everywhere and mind you again you know this was around the time before uh you know the ds was a thing so this was yeah 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 so this was literally like <laughs> what i what i say to you it was the z flip like <laughs> the z flip of handhelds honestly dude the thing I mean, you could just straight up like yeah, and like just, just like, whip it open like maybe, that. Maybe, maybe don't do it too hard though, because like, could you know, yeah, that snap off. My, that, yeah. that happened to my DS Lite actually. Yeah, and Nintendo, I honestly still think, were it not for the Sony essentially giving them competition with the Vita when it came out, like by the SP and the DS's lifespan, Nintendo was the king of handhelds, like. I think that's not even an argument at, by that point in their history. Like, there was really no one else doing handhelds the way that they were doing. And yeah. just the library of games that they had for the uh, for the Advance and plus the DS. Fucking phenomenal, honestly. One of the golden years, honestly, of Nintendo. Yeah, and, the DS was like, like their top-selling thing at the time. And, mm. and even then, it was still very close contesting with the PSP. Mm. Smell something? I do, actually. Let me just make sure nothing's on fire. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. So I'll, I'll be telling this story. Just, give, just so, hold on one second. I'll yeah, be right back. So when, uh, like, as I grew up and everything, like, you know, I went through, like, a lot of systems, like, a lot of them. And if I remember, uh, it was, I had a transparent Game Boy Advance. Then, but that one didn't have no backlight. So, like, when the SP came out, like, that was the one that I, was my daily driver, like, for my for the good chunk of my childhood. And then as the years went on and on, I eventually got a DS Lite. And I even still think to this day the DS Lite is arguably the best handhelds between it and the DS. Like, DS Lite was just, like, just so sleek. It looked so good. Like, just looked beautiful. Oh. Like, oh, <laughs> Are you, are, you, are you okay? You okay? Son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh. Truly, truly a ah moment. Oh. Oh fuck. Ow. So. God. Yeah. I, I was I was letting the people know of like my little history of how many handhelds I, I had. I heard you talking when I was walking in. Okay, okay. Oh fuck. And uh, I also, I, I guess as David's in pain, we'll just continue the story a little bit. Don't want to go. Don't want to dwell like dwell on this a little uh, too long. Yeah, go on. But um, so eventually, like you know, like uh, I hit my knee on my desk. <laughs> I even had, I believe I remember, uh, just continuing on, like, I had a red 3DS uh, XL. This was before the new 
3 nice. like thing had come out and everything. And I've always felt kind of like, you know, just like, oh, like, they got rid of the little GBA slide. I, that was the one thing I kind of didn't like about like yeah. the 3DS. Yeah. Like, I, I know. It's like, I, why did they get rid of the fucking backwards compatibility? I, like, that I, was bullshit. It literally, like, that little bottom part of the new 3DS XL, I always just thought, like, I just, like, imagine I just draw a marker. <laughs> where the GBA slot would be. And like, that's like, and it looks, and it would be fine. Like, it looks as if it I, would just be perfectly fine with it. But, well, the thing is, for whatever reason, I, the, well, the 3DS was the next lineup yeah, yeah. of Nintendo systems. It was a new system mm-hmm. than to the D, like the DS had the DS, then the DSi, then the, mm-hmm. uh, then the DS Lite, then the DSi, mm-hmm. and all the various upgrades for it. The 3DS wasn't an upgrade to the DS, it was a new console. It had mm. its own library of yeah. games and like way more capabilities, so it was backwards compatible. It was backwards compatible with DS games, yeah, though, like with the last gen. So it wasn't mm-hmm. backwards compatible for the generation before that, yeah. As well, if anything, what they did is that they sold that shit on the eShop. Oh wait, no, they didn't. Ooh. They sold game. They sold Game Boy mm-hmm. Advance games on the Wii U eShop. Yeah, yeah. I remember yep. the 3DS. They sold Game Boy games like Super Mario Land yeah. and like you know P Cross and. All that stuff on there because mm-hmm. I had all uh, the old Pokemon the, games too. Like they, they sold those as well. No, they they also they also had some Game Boy Advance games, didn't they? I swear to God, I have I have maybe, Mario Land Four on my three. I'm gonna may, check right the fuck now. Yeah. Hold on. Maybe Mega Man Two. So um, continuing on after that. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and then after that system, I had my uh, 2DS XL because my I kind of tried. So sleek. I, I know. I love this. My 3DS. Uh, XL got bricked because I tried to drill, <laughs> tried to jailbreak it. <laughs> so when that happened, you know, I, I I needed a new system, so I got the 2DS XL. So that's my current one that I have today. But um, I was feeling a little nostalgic uh, a couple of days ago, um, and I was just kind of like, it's like oh, how much how much of these are going for? And so I looked up on eBay, and there was this dude who was selling a lot of uh, refurbished systems. One of them, obviously, being a Game Boy Advance SP per per the story, and it was in red. Uh, and I will, no. I I will, uh, I will be honest. I uh, I had a bit of a moment of weakness, like when I saw that, because it just brought back like all of the the, the old like kind of like childhood memories and everything. And uh, I can't say this on the show, but. Uh, what happened to that SP was something that will be burned into my brain forever. And uh, I can't say it here, but um, it was equally funny looking back at it now as an adult. And at the same time, like, uh, kind of scary. I, I will say that. I, and I'll tell David, like, thing. I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you, David, uh, after the, after this uh, recording today. But um, You piqued my curiosity yeah, pretty yeah. hard. You, yeah. you can't say what, what you... Uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, just because it involves someone, and uh, I, I'm oh, pretty man. sure this they don't want to kind of know that you know that they're the ones that did this. So I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for like later. But um, so yeah, I saw it on eBay, and I was just kind of like, fuck, like, like it's just a whole flood of memories just all started to come back, like from like my middle school years, and I was like. Just like a whole mix of like, it's like fuck it, buy it or like you know no like I mean you already have and like you already have the 2ds. It's like you know, 
you don't really need this. And then just back and forth and back and forth for a while in my head. And then I just eventually just said, fuck it. And uh, just pressed buy it now. And then on its way from apparently Indiana. <laughs> so um, I then after that, I also looked up some of the games from my childhood. And I'm going to say this. Some games, the price that they're at now, honestly kind of shocks me. Mm, like yeah. old, like... The, Thousand like, Year Door is like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Path and, of Radiance as well, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Oh my god, that game's impossible to get now. And I then sort of just kind of thought in my head, I now understand why people get ROMs. Like, I really, I get it now. Like, and I used to kind of be on the fence about, like, you know, people even doing it, even though I was a hypocrite and I also downloaded ROMs as well. But the two games that I wanted were two from, like, my childhood, like, games that I fucking loved. One of them was from my middle school childhood, which was uh, Mega Man Battle Network, which, if anyone kind of remembers here, was a... uh, I guess what was the genre that they would have put it under? Because like it was a lot of different things, if I remember. Strategy, strategy action slash strategy, maybe. I think, yeah, could have been, could have been something. This tactical role playing game, yeah, created by Masahiro Yasuma. And the next one from my college years, at least my first two years of college, was Pokemon Black Two. And for Black Two, the story behind it was was that. This was the game that I played all the time on my long bus rides going to Brooklyn College. And then after Brooklyn College, going into Bergen Community, which was like that bus ride, at least from my house. There was a bus from my house to Bergen. Like literally just go straight there. But it was like Uh an hour and a half long commute. And if it was traffic, it'd be two hours. So that game like got me through like those long ass commutes and just like made them at least very manageable. If I remember, before I lost the actual, like, legitimate cartridge, I had about 120-plus hours, like, on that game. Just, just literally played the shit out of it. And I will, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty sad when I had lost it. Um, Just because, like, because the thing is with DS games, I think this happens probably to at least once to everybody who's ever owned a DS the fucking cartridge for a DS game, like, it is so easy to lose, right? Yeah. And it's like, if you lose it once, it's just like, it's just gone forever sometimes. Like, and it's so it's also so small that you sometimes even forget about it. Because I've had times when, like, I had literal, like, my DS and a couple games, like, in my coat pocket. And then I would be just like hanging up my coat and I completely forget that I have a couple of games in that uh, coat and just be frantically looking around like, oh my God, where the fuck is my game? Like, I want to, I want to play this game now. And you, and then you realize like, oh, it was in my coat pocket. Oh, course, like, yeah. Like some real first world problems, I will admit. But, <laughs> like, you know, but yeah. it's, um, so yeah, like uh, Mega Man Battle Network wasn't too much like i honestly expected this game to kind of be a stupid amount of money but it was at least for me being like a pretty decent gba title i was like you know what that's not bad 
Not too bad. Black 2, however. A new cartridge. Or even just a used one without box and without manual was 70 to 80 dollars even pushing a hundred and then if you wanted like the actual uh box manual like the whole thing like almost near mint like just out of the plastic obviously but like just near mint like got everything in it 100 to 120 easy maybe even 130 so um I did what any person on a low-key kind of budget would have done. And I went on Etsy. Because mm-hmm. on there, there was a guy who was selling reproduction cartridges of certain games. One of them being Black 2. So I managed to cop it for at least 30. The game had come a couple days ago. I popped it in. It was definitely one of those, like, homebrew fucking cartridges that, like, you know, obviously everyone kind of expects. And it had this little menu um, that said, uh, oh, would you like to load Black 2? Loaded it. Loaded fine. I have an exam coming up in about a week, so I'm trying not to play it right now until after I finish it because I don't want no distractions. But when that startup menu came on and and like it was so long since like I heard like the startup menu for Pokemon Black 2. My god, the fucking memories of all those shitty bus rides going back home. <laughs> like those fu- oh my god, like just how it made time all pass. Came back, like, huh? It all came back and it just like it just just made me like remember like how much this like game like got me through. So Honestly, guys, and I think, you know, again, I'm not no financial advisor, but if there was something from your childhood, whether it be at a game or something that, like, made you happy, just go out and get it. Because life is way too short, man. And, like, I mean, like, some things really are, like, I think also cyclical. Because, like, I thought when I grew up that, like, oh, I'm going to grow out of handhelds. But ever since I bought my SP... And it's still coming. Uh, and my two games, right? I've been looking at like way past, like games, like more games from my past. One of them being uh, was ever since Breath of the Wild 2, like got announced like as a, their actual date. Looked up some of the past Zeldas. Looked up uh, going back to like Twilight Princess, which was one of my favorites, uh, at least when the Wii came. I honestly thought like this was like the best game for the Wii, honestly. Like, I mean, it was practically also a launch title, I think, when it first came out. Yeah, so, well. okay so and like for me at least other than maybe brawl even though i wasn't too much of a smash uh fan like i thought this was like just i don't know people like zelda fans are so weird like they have some of them are so clicky too it's like what you like ocarina of time what are you a fucking mo-? like i don't know like fucking mm-hmm. pleb like did you like ocarina of time no bro majora's mask is where it's at and i'm just like yo people like you exist dude like, yeah, of course they do. Why would they like, not? I know, but it's like, it's fucking Zelda. Like, I don't think any less of you if you like Majora's Mask. I think you're kind of a bit of a masochist, honestly. Like, considering, like, there's a whole fucking time limit attached to that game. But, yeah, like, same with Pinkman 1. Like, that game, I never beat it as a kid because it was yeah. timed. Like, I was timed. <laughs> like, I bought this game. Why were you rushing me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me do what I want. But then, like, you know... 
the, they as the user. Game Boy Advance, no Game Boy Advance games on the 3DS. I was literally just going through the virtual console library mm -hmm. just now. Just Game Boy, right? Game Boy, Game Boy Color, NES and Super NES, which I didn't realize was ever on the 3DS. And Game Gear. Game there Gear? Game, there were Game Gear games on the 3DS, apparently. I did not know that. You know they're shut you know they're shutting the eShop on it down in one month. Like one month from today, actually. Oh, the 3DS eShop? Yep. October 25th. I... I just announced that a few days ago. So if y'all want if there's some shit on the Wii U yeah. and 3DS eShops that you guys want to buy, cop it now. Do it right the fuck now. Yeah. You cause... actually can't you actually can't even add funds directly to it anymore. You have to your Nintendo oh. account has to be linked and you have to add accounts. You have to add funds through your Switch, basically. Yeah. And then just since your account is linked, you'll have it on your, your 3DS or your or your what or your fucking your Wii U and stuff. So if there's games that you guys want on those, you better pop them right now because Nintendo's now. like, we want you to be on the modern shit. We shut yeah. down old shit. Even though they have the whole Nintendo 64 service on their fucking... On the Switch. So it's like, okay, so what is it? Because before... Cloud before, games. But that's the thing. Before, though, they were like, down with the old, in with the new, right? Like, literally just saying, like, fuck the 3DS. <laughs> when the Switch came out and the lifespan of it was kind of farther... It was far enough along. Yeah. They started to just kind of shift their entire attention away from there to the Switch. When it came out. And again, I'm not no Nintendo historian uh, in terms of that. It's just kind of what I've kind of noticed over the years, at least when it came to Nintendo. Because by the time I got a Switch, right? Like, that's what they were talking about all the time. Like, buy the Switch. You gotta get the Switch. I think the Switch is where it's at. Like, you know, and the Switch was where it's at, honestly. Like, as far as the console was concerned, everyone, I think, when it came out, universally loved it. Until obviously the fucking Joy-Con drift. We know when that shit happened, right, guys? Everyone remembers your fucking great ass like fucking Joy-Con drift. Remember that, guys? Huh? Remember when Nintendo said "fuck you"? We're not gonna prepare it. Huh? Do it yourself. Remember that, guys? But um, so aside from that, obviously, you got so close to the mic that you had you sort of created an impromptu filter, and you sounded like the guy who jumped off the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Alright everybody, we're gonna repeat those four steps. Follow my steps. Ready? Imagine just like everyone's just like at the base of the Eiffel Tower, just like just like looking at their watch and like seeing like okay, how long is it gonna be? You're going like, to do it, pussy! Do a flip faggot! <laughs> do it! Uh, and but I almost got a red DS. I uh, no, a red uh, Game Boy SP. I wanted the red <gasps> one when I was a kid. I wanted the red one when I was a kid, but I, I <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me for this. Yeah. Uh, I wanted the red one when uh -huh. I was a kid, and I wound up getting the uh, the silver one because my oh, that's dad's not bad. Because my dad's car was silver, and I wanted it. I wanted to match my. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Which caused me to not get the, the Game Boy SP that I actually fucking wanted. I also thought, like, silver was, like, a more, like, manly-ish color. Yeah. Like, more manly neutral color. Mm -hmm. And I was seven years old. God knows how old, so that shit mattered like, to me. Like, why are you even thinking colorway. about it? Yeah, exactly. Like, why but even red was my that? favorite color, and it still is my favorite color. You see this fucking new Nintendo 3DS XL? That shit yeah. is red. I bought a red one because I wanted red. I bought this yeah. as a grown-ass man. So fucking... Fuck you. 
All right. Yeah. So if any, it also like you know we mentioned the eShop before, well, but it's now like, I have like the holographic one that my ex got me. But you know, <laughs> the one that I fucking dropped Ooh. on my keyboard and left. <laughs> it's still there, by the way. Look at like literally take a look at this. Do you see? Um, let me see if I can get it close enough. Like right. Uh, it's a little hard to see from this angle. Uh, there we go. Quality's kind of shit too. Remember that it yeah, is the getting, webcam. It's getting it's getting too close. Hold up. Uh, da, 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 da. It's also the lights. Uh. Yeah, you can't really see it, but it's like right there. Oh yeah, you mm -hmm. see it? Yeah. You see the mark now? Oh yeah, it's a little there. bit. It's also on top of the alt key, the top right of the alt key. Do you see it? A little bit. Uh, is it? A, get, it's this, a bit of a. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But I'll take your word for it. Yeah, whatever. It's there. It's stupid. The, yo, people seem to forget too. Like, you know, everyone kind of thought that the new 3DS XL like was a bit of a brick. The first DS when it came out, I honestly thought, what the fuck is that? Like when I first saw it, I was like, what in the fucking world is that damn thing? This thing looks like a bro. It looks like it had the strength of a Nokia phone. Honestly, like. It would not fly under modern days technology because literally look at the brick to screen ratio <laughs> on this fucking thing. There's so much more brick than yeah. screen. Holy shit, guys. Like, honestly, if anyone remembers, like, just look up first Nintendo DS. Things oh, are the fucking, things are tank. Fucking buttons feel like dog, too. Like, they're so flat and, like, hard to press. Like, like there's no... I I loved... They hurt the, to press is the thing. Yeah. I loved the DS Lite. That was arguably the most sleekest motherfucking thing that Nintendo's ever made. It was better in literally every conceivable fucking way. Not to mention the fact that the Game Boy slot, when you didn't have a Game Boy game in there, came yeah. with a little plastic piece yeah! that you could put inside yeah. to stop dust from getting in. Thank God for Not that. To, and it also, it was called the DS Lite because it had a backlight. The, the yeah. Nintendo DS literally still had the backlight of the original fucking Game Boy Advance. You couldn't see dick on this fucking <laughs> screen, man. It was really bad. And you're, I'm supposed to play Mario 64 on this. Because that was their launch title. I'm supposed to play Mario 64 on this fucking thing. Really? How the fuck am I supposed to do that? Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, we're going to go back to like the little, remember the little uh, headlights? The little, Here's um... The Here's the Game Boy screen in comparison. It's like not bigger. It's no, not yeah, bigger. you're right. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, it's the same for the DS Lite. The DS Lite also yeah, yeah. had that problem. And then you look at that and I'm gonna pull up this new Nintendo 3DS XL and look at that. Look at how much mm. nicer that is. Yeah. Like you read, like, like just almost square inch. Like, yeah, like why do the top, why do the screens have to be the same fucking size? Let's make the main one bigger. Put and, Netflix on this shit. And guys, just again, we ain't no experts on console development, okay? These are yeah. literally just our opinions on design. And I think even Nintendo kind of realized, and I think it's the reason why that the DS's life cycle was so fucking long, was when the first one came out, even they realized, like, they looked at each other, it's like, really? Like, the fucking R&D department, like, literally presented it to them, and they're like, the Nintendo DS! And then... Like, everyone in the fucking, in that meeting was just kind of like, why is it so fucking big? Hey, put some respect on it, my man. This is one of the best-selling consoles of all time. Yes, you are right. This thing, but, I believe, still has more sales than the Switch. But it is also the Actually, ugliest. Actually, no, oh, no, it doesn't. I think the Switch surpassed it a year or two ago. 
Okay. It, yeah, the Switch only did not surpass the PS2. The PS2 was okay. still the highest selling console okay. of all time, I think. I will concede that, but it is also probably one of the ugliest uh, handhelds that I've ever seen come out of their fucking pipeline. It, what, the honestly, yeah. the, the first one, the first one, every other edition that has come out since was always an improvement. Like, the 3DS, uh, 3DS Lite, oh, not the 3DS Lite, the uh, DS Lite, like the clear white one, that was the one that I had way back when. So, like, dude, having anything back then pocket-sized was so, it was just a, such a good fucking feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, do you see how big even our fucking phones are now? <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> like, I even have, like, this, this isn't mine. This is, um, this SP's, uh, my, is my sister's actually. And Ooh. have, and she like, <laughs> if I remember, and like, uh, bleep, uh, bleep out my sister's name there. I'm not gaslighting you or anything for putting white out on the fucking surface of the, of the SP, you know, and thought you were a painter or something, okay? I'm not making fun of you for it. I'm just saying this thing really has its own uniqueness because it really was like the, I have never seen anyone put white out as paint on an SP before. <laughs> I wanted to paint my DS red when I was a kid, man. And my father was like, David, don't do that. Because I didn't understand that, like, you know, like, paint it's would not have damaging a, properties in it. It's not a car is what is what we kind of forgot. It's not like, oh, we could just throw a new paint on it and then just, okay, there you go. It's red now. It's like... Yeah. Nope. Well. well but, to, yeah, to wrap it up, guys, if there is anything from your childhood that you just sort of missed, like you lost it, your parents sold it or something. And even if it is a financially ruinous decision, go buy it. If it's going to break your fucking wallet, go buy it. Okay, maybe, you know, like, don't take that too seriously. But like, just, it's like life is, life is too short. You know, like life is way too short. And like, I, I think, I, I, you know. I, getting a little crowded. <laughs> David's got the whole like DS lineup. On I, I do. I literally, I literally do. I, I know. I know. I know. The only thing do. I don't but, have is like a D as just a 3DS XL. I, have I know, but, Nintendo 3DS but, XL. but you're like bringing it to your desk. <laughs> I'm saying this because if it like, I, I agree. If it makes you happy, buy that thing. Here's my latest haul. With the manual. With the manual, guys. It's that is motherfucking. Say it. Go, go. Go, huh? Banjo Kazooie. Oh, and dude, like, look at this case, too. It, like, it's got, like, a little oh. placeholder for it and everything. Oh. Reminds oh, me of them old, uh, blockbuster, like, blockbuster cases. They would have, like, literal, like, spots you could, like, fit the game inside. And I was just like, oh. I actually have both Rare collections now, because I forgot when I bought a copy of Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, there's this place I go cast monthlies down, uh, these Smash tournaments that happen. Mm. It's a classic game store where I'm at, Platinum Star Smash. Yeah. I... Bought this because uh, I had a copy of Banjo Kazooie. I left it at my ex's house. Ah! Uh... So you best believe that shit is long gone. <laughs> Never, ever to be seen again. Back. Yeah, yeah. So now I have this, and I also I have a copy of Diddy Kong Racing that I bought also with the manuals, and I have both of those big rare games on there as mm. well with the manuals. 
But Timmy, nobody reads the manual. <laughs> so shut the fuck up, Timmy. <laughs> but, right, we're, we're, we're done, yeah. Yeah, we're um, done. And just, yeah. Just to reiterate for the fifth fucking time. There's something from your childhood that you sort of miss. And you like you still have those feelings of kind of like wanting it again. Just go buy it, honestly. Like, I mean, as long as it's not going to literally make you live in a cardboard box after you like buy it. Yeah, go buy it. Like, you're an adult now. You're making your way in this world. Yeah. You earn money not just to live. You earn it so yeah. you can buy things that make you happy, that help you mm. enjoy your life just a little bit more and help distract you from the bad stuff. So yeah. buy that copy of Banjo-Kazooie with the manual. Even though nobody reads the manual. <laughs> yeah, go buy that copy of Thousand Year Door, even though it's like literally 120 fucking dollars now at this point. <laughs> but literally, yeah, go buy man. it. Go buy it. It won't, it do, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, if it makes you happy, that's all that matters, is what I'm saying. Yep. Like, the financial ramifications of it and everything, like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Just do unless it. you're... Yeah, just do it. Just fucking do it. Anyways, here's our yeah. plugs. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it fills that, like, psycho... It fills, like, that psycho... That psychological hole that you have. You know, that thing that your mm. parents didn't let you have as a kid or that thing that you really wanted. It, like, it fills a part of you that's important, so... Yeah. I think, that, I think that's what Dennis is trying to say, so... Yeah. I, yeah. I'm saying here's it our, in my own words. <laughs> yeah. Go, go. Here's our, here's our plugs. Uh, duh, blah, 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 fuck. Uh, Spotify... <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're available wherever you get your podcast. as always. Um, please give us good reviews. Uh, it helps us with our SEO, our uh, search engine optimization. Helps people mm. discover. Tell your friends about the podcast. And also uh, subscribe right here at youtube.com slash which is where I know most of you are watching. Uh, I actually do have a lot. I, I went through my list of like video essays to make, and it's actually mm. kind of huge. You know, I have, a, I have like a lot of ideas. I really just got to get off my ass and start doing that, really. But, mm. you know. Maybe I'll have a little bit more free time soon. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Dennis, where can they follow us on social media? Uh, you can uh, follow us on not Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're going to have the links all down there. So uh, you could also find us on Spotify, uh, Google, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever the fuck else you get your podcast from. Like, if you want to... If you think you're special and say, oh, I'm too good for Spotify and think, oh, I'm going to go find you on Anchor, then okay, fine. Find us on Anchor. Go, go do your thing. So, uh, yeah, guys, um, nostalgia is uh, one hell of a drug and I'm never going to stop smoking it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, is, so is Cinnamon Toast. So is Cinnamon Toast Crunch Whey Protein. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Whey Protein is a hell of a drug. Right, kids. And kids, remember, do... Do do uh, smoke crime? Do meth? And is that it? And if that makes you happy, then do it in spades. <laughs> don't do the don't don't because it, it, it won't keep you happy for long. But it will make you happy for five seconds, and that's four <laughs> more than whatever the fuck you're living through at at that point. So uh, go do it. Go cr go crush your nostalgic. Uh, Game Boy SP and snort it. Just snort, <laughs> snort them components and just live the nostalgia. <laughs> Dude, it reminds me of that like real truth commercial. That's metal oh. in your lungs. <laughs> you like snorting Game Boy Advance SPs contain toxic metals in your lungs. <laughs> That's metal in your lungs. In your lungs. <laughs> <laughs>
love we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Lights off. Bye. Overpriced DS games don't not deserve to be overpriced.